0: This is the Revival Leadership Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Adam here. We're finishing our conversation today on the podcast with Dr. ABC uh, picking up where we left off from part one. If you haven't listened to that episode I'd encourage you to go back and check that out before you listen to this one. Uh, There's a lot of great stuff in this conversation today about being a revival leader and necessary suffering and betrayal and character formation uh, that yeah you might want to take notes and spend some time really listening to what she has to say. So let's jump in. So there's a shift from, or maybe not, hundred percent one to the other, but like this integration of your passion for justice and yes, there's money an integration and like their students' minds being formed right and then but also their hearts being submitted and to then, Jesus and, and, this and to be submitted yeah. yeah now we're seeing integration
1: yeah, yeah.
2: you yeah. know
1: yeah GFM folks say that yeah. yeah now we're seeing integration and also you're seeing God deal with my own sort of personal fears around that because, you know, I come from a family of nine mm-hmm. and there were actual times, you know, it came pretty close, we didn't have any food.
0: Yeah. But
1: my dad believed God and God would survive. Yeah, God would provide yeah. and, well, he survived too, but he, <laughs> <laughs> he would provide. And so God had to deal with those things of being mistreated, being persecuted yeah. not not having enough, yeah. you know, and being seen as the oldest in the family. I'm the oldest, and that I was sort of part of the way out. Yeah. Okay, and so, so again, a lot of crying, a lot of praying, a lot of folk who counseled me about what this, what, what next season I was moving into. Yeah. And I would pray and pray for hours. Yeah. I would pray for hours because yeah. if I wasn't ready for this, I would have done nothing but mess up students' life. And see, yeah. see, some of us do. <laughs> <laughs> some, of, some of us, you know, we That's coming in podcast. and we mess up. We mess <laughs> up students' life. So anyway, so anyway, I made that decision, and God continued to show Himself faithful. Mm-hmm. He continued to do miracles. Right. And I've been with InterVarsity 25 years. Now, this is the issue. In the last two years is I've prayed for revival. And as I've watched what God hoped to do, and as God has taken me through different pieces of suffering, which is what you talked about. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. in 2002, I had colon cancer where I was supernaturally healed.
2: Yeah,
1: folks know that. Yeah, the, the supernaturally healed. The, the tumor was there two days before I went in to have the surgery. When I went in for the surgery, the tumor was gone. Come on, <laughs> oh yeah. See, see, <laughs> see. When I talk to folk, I say, "Oh, oh, oh, you want evidence? I, I give you evidence. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, you you can see the actual image, and then when we go in, and and my husband says that the surgeon after she's completed, comes running out. It's not there. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. And during that week, I was actually in the hospital. She testifies again when she comes in and says, Alice, something stopped. Hmm. See, we don't use something. We use... Jesus, yeah. yeah, I know what that. And we know. <laughs> so anyway, there are just all these periods, and it it includes my family
2: mm-hmm.
1: because we're becoming more and more intense in prayer. Mm.
2: Yeah,
1: we're becoming more intense in prayer. Yeah. We don't have any answers. I've i told my husband that. I, I, I often, with many things that would happen to us, we would just simply begin to pray, and God would give us answers. Mm. And he started that. In the beginning of our marriage. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning of our marriage, you can, you can figure it out. I'm pretty strong. will you know what I'm saying? Independent. Okay. You know, for all those women that don't understand that, that's who I am. Okay. (laughs) So, but, but from the very beginning of our marriage, we would sort of get at those places where you can't move forward. Yeah. And we would say, well, why not just ask Jesus? Yeah. yeah. He he knows everything. Yeah. And then Jesus gave an answer that we never thought of. And so. That is being reinforced throughout our lives
2: yeah. in yeah. prayer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so the last two years, I've began to just see some powerful kind of moves. So yeah, I'm tell, just gonna talk tell, about some. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah tell, were you were gonna ask a
1: question.
0: I, I was gonna either, well, uh, yeah. you know, we can edit this part. I was yeah, gonna yeah. ask, uh, mm-hmm. my question was gonna be, um, mm-hmm. what are the lessons that uh, all these different seasons, the, the suffering in different seasons has taught you Like that could be, that are, lessons for kind of younger folks who are excited about revival or, or leading or seeking that like if there was like a lesson about suffering um, what would the it be? The lesson
1: about <laughs> suffering is that Jesus is always present and it is not dependent upon who you are, what you do, or what you're going through. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: He is present
2: That's good. Mm.
1: and see what we want is we want comfort Mm -hmm. and we want reward and we want approval okay we want all of these things and yet we say we want to be like jesus and i say to people how can you how how can you be like jesus if you don't suffer Mm -hmm. so he was born right Mm -hmm. and he grew up in a human family with all of the the things that happen in human families you know I'm not so sure siblings always liked him. Am I saying (laughs) so? Mama loved him. Thank God for mama. Okay, mama loved him, but siblings kind of and and, and, But Jesus actually suffers so that we can have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. What I think I've learned about prayer and suffering is that if we're not willing to suffer, sacrificially for someone else, then we're not like Jesus.
2: Wow.
1: And ultimately, we should be like Jesus.
2: Wow.
3: Yeah.
1: So we say we want to be like Jesus.
3: As long as that doesn't involve suffering. As long as that
1: doesn't involve suffering, but it can't be. Almost all the people I know who I'm starting to see revival at, they've been betrayed. And it's always somebody close. Oh, you're asking the question. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can't be betrayed like Jesus unless it's somebody close. They have to be in the midst of you. They have to know you. And your character is being tested. Yeah. So that's what I learned. I learned, particularly during the cancer, that Jesus is with me. Mm -hmm. If my body is weak, Jesus is still with me. He Mm -hmm. is strong. Mm -hmm. All right? Yeah. If my body's not working, Jesus is still with me. Jesus loves me no matter what. Mm. If indeed folk got that, then we wouldn't see the anxiety.
3: Okay.
1: At some point, when you got that kind of anxiety, you you, you don't really believe you love. Because cause you can see it with little kids. Little kids who really, little children who really believe they love, you know, they, they don't struggle with a lot of things. College students who really believe they love. I don't think many of us really believe we're loved. Yeah. We're not beloved. It's not enough. Our wives are not enough. Our mamas not enough. Our friends are not enough. And so we're going to have anxiety. And what we're really saying is Jesus is not enough.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. We're seeking for something that we could easily have if indeed we would accept it and receive it. Wow. That's what I learned. Yeah. Jesus is with me. Yep, Yeah. Jesus is with me, yeah. and you have to learn that and suffer. Okay. Mm. Yeah, there you answer. go.
3: Well, that's uh, that's that's more relevant than yeah. You I know, mean, you could ever know. Yeah, but I, that I mean that is true. Well, I mean yeah, this I mean, journey about
2: uh-huh.
3: seeking God and for revival, which a lot of it is just the it's it's the manifestation of God's own character in us. That's right. Can't happen apart from suffering and, yeah. and nobody's saying suffering is a good thing mm-hmm. but there really there really is not i mean and the thing you said about it's somebody close it's going to be somebody, it's somebody
1: close, close. Yeah. see see we we don't get it because if we're going to be like jesus you'll see those patterns mm-hmm. yeah. you'll see those patterns
2: yeah you
1: know. and
3: so the question is i mean it reminds mm-hmm. me of peter and i, I remember you reading you just literally even reading this the the passage from is it first Peter that says beloved don't be don't be surprised don't
1: be surprised at the fiery trials yeah.
3: as if something strange were happening as if to if something you. strange were happening
1: you know and this is really based upon a life of prayer the word being in communities where there are folk that love you yeah. you know uh, you can't get that from TV no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You got to be in some community with folk so you can actually be in relationship with them, and you can learn what it means to be loved by people who sacrificially are willing to give their life to you.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, you know, those are that's that's what I'm learning.
0: Yeah, I think that the lesson on I mean, we part of that question has come out of our own conversations about. Um, well, about suffering and different things that mm-hmm. have happened in our little circle um, as we've kind of pressed mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. Uh, seeking God for more and, uh, yeah.
1: and, and, and if you really understand that in the word you won't be so condemning and you won't be so destroyed when folk yeah. do things mm-hmm. you know I yeah. mean I, I thought about Romans you know Romans 8 and that's where I went to you know who should separate us from the love of God of trouble, a hardship, a persecution. This is tough stuff. Yeah, you know mm-hmm, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's what it says. You know, a famine,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a nakedness, a danger, a sword. As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Yeah the reality of that is at some point this generation my generation every human generation has to really understand what it means to be loved
2: mm-hmm. mm.
1: and you got to receive it
2: because yeah. mm. folk
1: can love you but you might not want it mm. you might actually be pretty comfortable in your anxiety I know this is wild stuff people have to pray about it mmm but you can be uncom- you can be very comfortable in being, yeah. feeling anxious
0: all the time. Yeah.
1: yeah. So anyway, there's yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. It can be the water you swim in. So. Yeah. yeah. Getting in different water is. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. 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 I wanted to ask um, mm-hmm. uh,
3: about just the signs. Um, Around revival, because so you experience your journey that you're sharing about is experiencing this powerful move of God for a couple of years in Colorado and then moving to New England, which, you know, I, we know God's at work here, but yeah. there was a way that for you, it felt it felt very it felt like a death. Death, like a death. Like <laughs> yeah. <a> dis- like, <laughs> I'd say that, but it did. Yeah, and and, and even just the se- the sense yeah. that you know these are lovely people that God loves, but the ch- but but the churches kind of feel, they feel dead and and waiting for a long time, but you said in the last couple years you have mm-hmm. sensed a shift, and I wondered if you could tell us more about like what have you seen that would indicate that we need we need to be ready for God to do something.
1: Okay. So I'm just going to talk about what, I, what I've what i seen and what yeah. I've began to sense. So even before the last couple of years, what began to happen is people of various ethnic groups, um, we all began to talk about, well, you know, revival is coming and we need to be prepared and we need to be praying. Mm-hmm. So the first shift I really saw, outside of repentance, was this intense. Need to pray, Mm -hmm. and you begin to see it in various ethnic groups Mm -hmm. because, see, when revival comes, it's not going to be about one group. Yeah, Mm -hmm. now there may be a particular group that God uses in terms of initiating it. Yeah, okay, yeah, but it will be multi ethnic, multicultural, amen. Mm -hmm. And so there was just this intense sense by many of the folk and we would be praying and folk just praying for revival. And it's not like we just sat down and we had an agreement, we made up an agenda and we, you know, our intention. It's like the Holy Spirit was really leading us to pray that this would be an area where God would come
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and he would come in power and he would come to all people and people would know that he is God. Mm So I do think we have to point to God's glory, yeah, and God's sense. And so the first thing was repentance and prayer,
2: yeah,
1: just that simple. Yeah, and prayer with different individuals, yeah, different Protestant denominations that believe in Jesus, uh, a return back to that the word is authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, I began to hear that the word is true. And then, of course, on the opposite side, fierce opposition yeah. around saying that the scriptures are true. So right. you just so so people gotta know there's real spiritual warfare going on here yeah. as people are moving in where God wants them to do. So uh, those are things that I, I saw. And then the last two years I began to see the manifestation of it. So before there's a manifestation people are getting themselves right, we're going to repent, our hearts are not right, we the church need to repent, we need to repent, Mm -hmm. we have messed up, Mm -hmm. we have allowed things, you know, Mm -hmm. and so there is that, that you see with Ezra and Daniel, Nehemiah, the sort of we, the sort of repenting, Identifying, it's not just like naming. Oh God, look at all those terrible
3: people out there! But but one of the indicators is that our hearts begin to break, and we're like, oh, we're we begin to see our own complicity, our own sin, and and we're like, forgive us, God.
1: Right. And so, in the last two years, just just to give an example, so at a church that we um, may consider to be, you know not aligned with the word of God and this is where we need to be careful about the terms because see when God starts moving see I'm convinced that every church there's somebody that's really praying for revival
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and we need the, the church of God through Jesus Christ needs to be careful about all them terms we use mm-hmm. and so at this particular church and I was just um, you know in one day Six people received the Lord and they, it was multi-ethnic. Wow. Six.
2: Yeah. Multi-ethnic. Yeah.
1: And I was, you know, and I was like, wait a minute.
2: Yeah. And this was in before. it, this
1: was in
3: that we're not naming any any names, no. but this was a surprise to you because this particular denomination, you would not have expected to see anybody come to faith and then six people- Six. Come to faith in one six, day. Six
1: people come. Yeah. And then um, in March of this year, I had been asked by an alum of InterVars to come and preach. And I could just tell I had that, you know, sometimes you just go, I'm just going to tell them the truth and they won't hear it. You know, you can get like that as a preacher. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't preach so much and people reject the word. But this church is a very soft-hearted church. And so I went in and I just... Preach the word. I I don't even know if it was one of my best sermons. I can't say that. You know how we have all the measurements. Mm. Can I tell you this? The other thing with revival numbers don't matter. Mm. Numbers don't matter. Mm. Obedience mm. matters. Mm. And so I go. I feel called. I'm I I uh, obedient. And what happens is, almost everybody in the first service comes to altar, oh, and it's intergenerational. Now, mm. Mm. it's mm. intergenerational mm. again. We're seeing pe- we're yeah. seeing some, although not many, people from other, you know, backgrounds.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the
1: people who the two people who receive the Lord are male that day I said, Wait a minute
2: <laughs> mm. Don't
1: they say men in America yeah. don't want to see the Lord? Yeah. They- yeah. you know and
3: um and that is an indicator of revival too because a lot of times you know sometimes churches can be effective at reaching a specific demographic right. group right. women generally oftentimes more women uh-huh. or one age group or a, so, a specific social class or a specific ethnicity and but when you start seeing um multi ethnic response. Like yes. men and women responding. Men young and, and, and old. Young and old. All it
1: was Yes. People were at the altar intergenerational. And I started to say, Oh, this is what it looked like. And of course this is the interesting thing. I've lived in New England so long, I was just shocked. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like
2: All oh, these people came to the altar What happened? All
1: these people came to the altar. And then of course what I do is I do remember specifically at one point, you know, speaking to the leaders and saying, "Where, where, where the prayer warriors?
2: Mm-hmm. I want the prayer warriors. Mm-hmm.
1: I want the people that have been praying for for months and years, mm-hmm. who have a real relationship with the Lord, to be here."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I I, 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 that just was. I said, "Oh, that's an indicator. That's an indicator." And then, I have to believe this past Friday night was an indicator, and I want to tell you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mass Council of Churches. Mass Council of Churches was doing 400 years, you know, 400 years black resiliency, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the congregation, again, we are seeing people from different denominations, different faith, and different ethnic groups, and so I was asked to to do the invocation. Okay, mm-hmm. I was asked to do the invocation. Well, I told my husband, I've been here thirty some years. I've never seen that much dancing and shouting <laughs> and hallelujah to Jesus in thirty years. Mm-hmm. I saw a young man literally dance out of his clothes. I said, Bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He did. He danced, danced out of his suit coat. Mm-hmm. You know, he was so dressed up and, and his, his shirt came out and, I, and he kept hollering, Praise, Praise And And then I looked over here and, and there was a bishop and the bishop was dancing. And then, well, I well I just will dance when I'm really free. I'll dance. And, 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 and there was powerful worship and praise. Mm-hmm. And again, it looked to me that the Spirit of God had, there was a, uh, you know there were professors there, and there, and I just thought, oh, yeah. I haven't seen this in thirty years. Yeah, yeah. I said, full up, just praising God and worshiping God, and we got all these us, and, and 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 there was such a powerful message, right, from I believe it's First Samuel seven, on, you know, and the message was thus far, but first. Samuel chapter seven is intercession mm-hmm. and the people repenting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was this powerful move last, last last Friday and I said, These people are actually worshiping God. Mm-hmm. They were there what we would consider for late service mm-hmm. and the word was just sound.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Jesus was talked about
3: mm-hmm. This is the Mass Council of Churches.
1: This is the Mass Council of Churches. And wow. guess what else happened? Six people. There two it. two well, I don't know who got saved, but the two two of the pastors uh, two pastors, I believe they were from the Mass Council of Churches uh two of the pastors got up and repented and asked forgiveness from African Americans in this country. Now wow. what else? Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, do do that sound like God to
2: you? Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, yeah. I just so anyway, I I've, I've just give you you know yeah. kind of three yeah. examples yeah. of what it begins to look like, yeah. and I felt like there was unity, and there was harmony, mm-hmm. and uh, people uh, cared for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There was uh, love demonstrated. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I don't know how else to say it. Well, it's like just... it, it's
3: like after a long winter, uh, sometimes you look out, you know, yes. and you're taking a walk and you see that one little crocus mm-hmm. coming right. up, you know. Yes. And it's, it's like a little, yeah. tiny little flower. And it doesn't mm-hmm. look like, maybe there's still snow on the mm-hmm. ground, yeah. but you see this little sign yes. mm-hmm. that spring is coming. Right. And that and that's that's the time when you need to, you know, if you're going to try to grow tomatoes or whatever, you need to get out, you right? And start putting the seeds in the ground. You're right? Because the spring is coming, you're you right.
1: know. And there is just intense prayer.
3: Yeah.
1: All throughout Massachusetts. That I can tell you. Mm-hmm. There's intense prayer. And so that's what I'm I'm, you know, and yeah. it, it also do you see you got the same kind of issues? Yeah. And you you're seeing people care for people you're seeing people talk about jesus you're seeing people powerful praise that was powerful
2: praise mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was powerful praise. Mm-hmm. you and, know
3: and you and and it's cool to hear you say that too uh alice because you you know you know you've been here for a long time and you remember what revival felt like
1: yeah I remember what revival felt like. Now some individuals have never experienced this, so that would be a new experience for them. But I just sat there and I just watched, you know, these folks. They were just praising God and worshiping God and dancing in the spirit and mm-hmm. you know, and people were free. Let me say this. When revival comes, people really get set free. Mm-hmm. Um because, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in what your Protestant denomination thinks is God. hmm Well. <laughs> <we're over there. laughs> we do it this way because we're this. We do it mm-hmm. that way because we're this. We do it that way because we're this. But when God sets us free, and we can actually discern in every gift is used in the church, we will know him.
2: Mm-hmm. We will know him.
1: Wow. So that's 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 what i'm saying now listen i'm not perfect i'm not seeing everything <laughs> but i might suggest that we're right at the door of it yeah so what do what do what do folks
3: need to do to be ready what's the preparatory work and you've talked about interceding and repent but share more about that you know what what do we need to do to be to be ready for revival when it comes?
1: We need to have a clean heart.
3: Hmm.
1: We need to stop being afraid of what people gonna say about us in America.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We need to to seek the total will of God and obedience. We will have to be people who live in the Word because we won't know what. It, many if 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 you you know many of the folk who've been here would have never known what that felt like us. What they saw and etc., so they need to really live in the book of Acts. And I tell people, when you live in the book of Acts, then you know the difference between what it means to have been saved through the Holy Spirit and to be filled with the Spirit. Now, I have really talked about that. I said, being filled with the Spirit is different. I know when I was filled with the Spirit because I was willing to do whatever God wanted me to do, and I was mm-hmm. scared to death. Mm-hmm. So, you scared, you may be frightened. But God gives you the courage, so there's a difference. You need to be filled with the Spirit, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and you, you have to have, you you have to pray and ask the Lord to give you wisdom, knowledge, and discernment.
2: hmm Yeah. hmm
1: Because, see, the war is real. Mm-hmm. The war is on. And the evil one, the Scripture says, he will come, and he's going to even look like an angel of light, and if you ain't careful, Mm-hmm you'll you'll not be a part of the revival, how about that? Mm. and so those are the things um don't be afraid you know to find somebody and do check-ins, yeah, you know what I mean by check-ins yeah. Yeah. in terms of praying with them
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: being able to receive correction, yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. et cetera because you're not perfect, I'm not perfect, and so we need help, yeah, all right yeah. Um. Uh, don't be afraid, you know. Yeah. Not only to receive check-ins, but don't be afraid to allow the spirit to move in new and different ways in your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So part of what has happened over the years of being here is I've learned to pray all kinds of ways, so that way you won't be stuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 you only think it's one way yeah. you you might miss something Yeah. so you have to be teachable
2: mm-hmm. yeah. you
1: gotta be teachable yeah. you gotta be teachable you know and you have to have a repentant heart and you gotta learn to forgive folk yeah. can you say more about that like why is forgiveness important for re- revival well forgiveness is important because first of all it has to do with you and setting you free in the spiritual realm forgiveness you know, and so, you know, people are always talking to me. And I said, well, I don't understand why, first of all, you don't get forgive. Because scripture says if you don't forgive, you're not going to be forgiven. You understand the serious consequences of that, to live with that? <laughs> okay, you're not going to be forgiven. So you you suddenly make a mistake, and folk are like, I don't like you, you, you know. And I, and they still talking about it 15 years later and the pain that that creates. So outside of the scripture saying... It creates in you uh, a sense of intimacy with God through Jesus Christ. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: The issue is that I really think that many of us are scared of being intimate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: As much sex, as much as they talk about sex in this country, that is not being intimate.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
1: to be intimate means I know you. And I am known by you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know why we're going here, but okay. (laughs) But that's what it means. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the issue is really one, when you are really able to forgive someone, you know, and you really experience forgiveness, you experience a different kind of intimacy spiritually. And that
0: goes back to what you were saying earlier about the suffering being the betrayal of, someone extremely close, extremely close and then that's the ultimate mm-hmm. forgiveness i mean that's the you that's gotta, the god that's the jesus story he's betrayed by the, his that's the jesus story right. <laughs> so, and and,
1: yeah. and and when you you know and there's something very freeing psychologically in you you know they've done these studies but you know folk, folk who really forgive they you know they they just different
2: yeah right. they free. Yeah.
1: You know, they they understand something about human beings yes. and um yeah. how healing. The other thing is forgiveness brings healing.
2: Yeah.
1: It brings healing. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. it does.
1: It brings healing. So you, you, you can just live and be angry and bitter and miss out on your blessing and go to heaven that way and then figure out I didn't have to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can actually enjoy
0: yeah.
1: being in the presence of the Lord down here and forgiving folk. Yeah so often so in this society we we need to learn to forgive people yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay i i really feel we need to forgive to learn to forgive people and we need to understand uh this is actually said in the rule of life that Martin Luther King put together for civil rights mm-hmm. movement mm-hmm. he actually says it's not about victory it's about justice and reconciliation
2: yeah mm-hmm.
3: yeah
1: that yeah. is a word that if we could get it,
3: yeah, yeah, it's and it's different. It's different. God's justice is a restorative justice. That's right. It's not God's purpose is not just to get even,
1: no, or uh, or but, to make you suffer, yeah, or to, or to proclaim curses on you, yeah. You know, I, I hate to say it, but Christian folks, God gonna get you, yeah. You know what? Some people in repent it, they, they gonna be all right. They. <laughs> 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 you know? So it's restorative. Yeah, it's yes. a restorative justice. It's restorative justice, and yeah. it's it's and it's walking in it. Yeah, with humility. Yeah, and so yeah. you're asking me something else. Revival comes among people who have humility, not among folk who are full of pride. Wow. You know, I'm just. Woo. Tell you.
3: <laughs> so that's. I mean,
1: that's I,
3: that is. That's I mean, I so be. we gotta have a clean heart. We gotta. <laughs> Uh, forgive each other we have to pray we have, to, have pray. to know the Bible we have to
1: know the word we, we have, have to be humble. in. we have to be in community and I often tell people you know you, you can be you can choose I mean you see, Jesus gives you some choices. I don't know why people think, you know, Jesus has to give you choices. There's a lot yeah. of different kinds of communities that love Jesus, that are Bible believing, and you have choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people think they don't have no choice. I just have to be at this. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you have choice, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the whole issue of character, which we've talked about. Yeah. You yeah.
2: Know?
1: And the issue of you know, nowadays, not condemning yourself. Yeah. Not condemning yourself.
2: Yeah.
1: Condemnation of self. That mm-hmm. comes with anxiety, too. Yeah, yeah. So so those are, you know, those are things that I'm saying, you yeah. know. And uh, I am so glad for Jesus. And I'm so glad that he's forgiven me. And I'm so glad for all the folk who have forgiven me. Yeah. Amen. You know it makes you you do
2: too now that you say it and, yeah. I, and, I, and I
3: just I, I do I do think about this like it would be so great for the church to be a community of forgiveness and and restorative justice in a society that
2: uh, well. isn't <laughs>
1: well it's okay
2: yeah
1: it's okay yeah. Because as I said I'm convinced there are always folks in those congregations. And may they have the courage to do what they what Jesus has called them to do. Yep. Yeah,
3: so There we go.
1: There well, you go. Yeah. That's I'm I'm done yeah i mean the, the lord yeah i'm probably be yeah. in trouble when uh, y'all no. play this stuff uh-huh. <laughs>
3: we'll yeah. run it by the censors first <laughs> no this was great thank you cool. so yeah, much yeah thank you dr abc that's so good and um um yeah and uh so we'll we will uh we'll be ready yeah right adam yep you're gonna be ready would,
0: would you actually would you say a blessing for the uh for anyone listening who is that?
1: Lord God, I am so grateful for all the people who are listening in terms of this podcast today. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless them to know who you are, mm-hmm. that you, they would know that your love supersedes any pain that they are experiencing that they would not give up in the name of Jesus. I pray for all those individuals who need to be blessed right now, Mm -hmm. who love the Lord and they're about to give up. And Mm -hmm. I pray in the name of Jesus that they will not give
2: up. Yes, Lord.
1: I pray that this podcast will not only encourage people, but that there will be someone who received the Lord Jesus Christ because just by accident they heard the truth.
2: Yes, God.
1: And so God, we give you glory. Mm -hmm. We thank you for your son, Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. And we pray that you would fill uh, New England mm-hmm. with the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, God. And that we together would experience revival. Yes, mm-hmm. Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.